0: Hello, and welcome to Simply Soundbites, a new segment on the Simply Stated podcast. In each mini episode, we try to explain a trending definition or topic in the news in 10 minutes or less. I am once again joined by Matt Lambert to talk about all things non-bank. Thanks so much for joining me today, Matt. It's great to be here. So today I wanted to ask you about a phrase that I hear a lot uh, when we talk about uh, financial regulation, and I want to get a better understanding of what it really means what is an agent of the payee?
1: An agent of the payee is a third party that collects payment on behalf of the person that ultimately receives the funds. Uh, Agents of the payee have historically been exempt from money transmitter licensing because of basic common law principles of agency. If uh, a payer's liabilities, so somebody that's giving money to, say, buy a loaf of bread, uh, if that Liability is extinguished when the money is given to the agent, the risk of loss is then eliminated for the consumer and transferred to the payee, which uh, effectively uh, makes the payment over and done with, therefore not needing to be uh, a licensed uh, payment to begin with.
0: Can you give me an example of who might be an agent of the payee, someone that people might understand?
1: Uh, this is where payment processing comes into play too. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, the most typical agent of the payee relationship occurs uh, at a merchant kiosk or uh, at a food truck. When you're swiping a car, depending on how it's set up, uh, we know that we're not liable for our, uh, our ramen as soon as we've paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we're not liable for the payment to it. It's extinguished. So what happens on the other end is, depends on whether it's an agent of the payee or a payment processor, or in a lot of uh, situations, both. Uh, So the payment processor operates the plumbing of the payment system. They are entities that facilitate the purchasing of payment, the purchasing or payment of bills through a clearance and settlement system that only uses financial institutions. Uh, So for example, companies that provide wire services Uh, ACH transactions, or credit card transactions between banks, and this is where it's crucial, and between banks and merchants would be payment processors. So they could also be agent of the payees uh, because the liability is extinguished, but if they're running the payment through the banking system, they would be payment processors. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they are exempt for two reasons. Uh, One, in the agent of the payee scenario, the liability is extinguished. Two, assuming that everything is run through the banking system, it is a closed system where on on one end is a bank and the other end is a bank. So it doesn't matter uh, what's going on in the middle in terms of a licensing standpoint because the entry and exit go through the regulated sector.
0: So if I'm understanding correctly, then a, a Visa or a MasterCard would be a payments processor working with banks to send money back and forth. But when you're talking about an agent of the payee, you might be someone like Square who is running the terminals and accepting the money through their system and then entering it into, uh, into the process.
1: That's right. And it depends on what the agent – it depends on how the agent runs those uh, payments. Are they directly processing it uh, on behalf of the merchant uh, through a bank or are they going through uh, a payment processor? Either way, uh, it's going to not require licensing. There has been a push for states to clarify that agents of the payee are exempted, uh, which is why you see uh, agent of the payee statutes popping up across the states. This is because uh, maybe a decade ago, uh, states started to explicitly exempt it in statute, uh, and if one state says it's exempt and it's not clear in another statute, then there's a, a lack of clarity and people start asking, well, is this, is this really exempt or do principles of common law apply, which does not provide a lot of certainty. So uh, since we have identified this issue and put up the map on CSPS.org, we've already seen two states uh, clarify their position, uh, one through regulation and interpretation, And South Dakota right now has a bill, I don't know if it's been approved yet, but clarifying that agents of the payee are exempt from licensing.
0: So to summarize, payments processors are licensed. The agent of the payee, generally speaking, um, in states that have clarified it, does not require a license and is exempt from that licensing requirement. A lot of agents of the payee would like states to clarify that they are exempt because some already have, but some have not explicitly said so. Uh, We have developed a map to help people see where each state is on this process, and more states are currently clarifying the role of agent of the payee in the licensing process. Uh, That's right, except payment
1: processors are not licensed uh, because of that closed system. It's only bank in, bank out. If it is bank in and merchant out directly, it's Mm -hmm. not going through uh, the merchant's bank account or the the payment processor's bank account, then we would have money transmission, potentially, depending on the facts and circumstances.
0: But most payments processors work bank to bank. That's right. All right. So uh, that's helpful information. Um, If you didn't follow the part about money services businesses, be sure to tune back to our previous short bit about what is a money services business. It'll help you understand. Thanks so much, Matt. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you.